Hi, my name is Melanie Marconi, serial entrepreneur, single mom, and founder and CEO of Vita, a co-working community designed to support modern life. I launched Vita two years ago while working and momming full-time, and it took true vision, lots of hard work, and a little bit of luck to make it a reality. Launching a new business or any other big goal or project while working, taking care of yourself, and raising small humans is an extraordinary achievement, but people do it all the time. And with some inspiration, resources, and advice from those who have been there, you can too. I created the Make Life Work podcast to share experiences from my own journey, as well as to learn from other women who are pursuing ambitious goals. Each week, we'll take an inside look at what drives us, why these projects are important, and how we structure our lives to make it all work. And now, on with the episode. Hello, everyone, and welcome to number seven of the Make Life Work podcast. Melanie Marconi here, and I am actually back in the podcast studio at Vita Coworking. It is my first time back here in a long time, and it's really nice to be back in a proper studio speaking to you all here. And Multnomah County received the approval to open its phase one plan. And so we have taken every precaution and put so many new rules and procedures in place. And our space is socially distanced and hyper clean. And we have all new HVAC systems running and we're feeling really good about reopening exciting news over here. And for this episode of the podcast, this will be the first episode where I don't interview a guest. And I thought I would speak to something that has really been weighing heavily on me over the past three months since we've been closed. And I think for most people during the coronavirus and then for the recent um, Black Lives Matters protest, that there are a lot of decisions that we're having to make these days with very, very limited information. And part of life is making a lot of big decisions where you don't have a lot of information. But this has really taken that to the nth degree because we have never lived through a pandemic. And so there have been pretty significant decisions that I've had to make both in my personal life and in my family life and in my business life. And I had the opportunity recently to really think about how I was making these decisions and and the process that I took when going through them. And I thought I'd share those with you today. I'm, I'm typically a pretty quick decision maker, at least I have been for most of my life. I can process information rather quickly and, and come to a conclusion and make the decision and share the decision and move on. But starting in I'd say early to mid-March, once it was clear that coronavirus was going to become a pandemic and it was going to affect every aspect of our lives, the decisions started coming down the pike that had to be made pretty quickly. When do we close? How long do we stay closed for? Do we follow the protocols of the county or the country or the state? Who are we listening to? What kind of data are we tracking? Just so many different pieces of information you know, how to communicate to our members, what's going on, how often is is enough or too frequently. Personally, you know, who in the early days of quarantine, you know, who do we see? Who Who's in the bubble? When do we expand the bubble? 
when we do expand the bubble, do we wear face masks? Uh, do we stay outside? How do we talk this through with the people in our bubble? I also had some family situations pop up pretty recently amongst um, my co-parent and I that we had to deal with and that I personally had to make a big decision on and, and how had very little information with that as well. And then finally, just for the business reopening in the same vein, when do we reopen? Is it safe? Have we done enough prep to make sure that our members will be safe and secure when they're here in our building? How long do we work for? How many staff do we bring back? Honestly, so many decisions that I've made in the last three months. And so I really whittled it down to pretty much my top three tips for making decisions with limited information. And so I'll start with tip number one. This episode of the Make Life Work podcast is supported by the University of Oregon's Executive MBA program. This 20-month program just came to its conclusion, and we would like to send our congratulations to the class of 2020, which just virtually graduated during the pandemic. I know that each of the new MBAs are excited to take their knowledge and experience back out into the real world, and we can't wait to see what this 34th class will do to make our community a better place to live and work. Congratulations to each of you, and we wish you all the best. To learn more about the program or to join the upcoming cohort, please Google Oregon Executive MBA in Portland. The first thing is that I allow myself time to process. Typically, I'm able to make decisions pretty quickly and move on. But when they're really big decisions that I don't have a lot of access to information to help make the decision... I really have to take a beat and maybe even a day or two or a week to really take all the information in and sit with myself and understand where my thoughts are going and where they're coming from and how I'm able to make sense of them and just really sit with them and let that settle down before I make a decision. So I've definitely been taking that time for each bucket of my life in different ways. And particularly with the business reopening, taking a couple days, there's a lot of information and strong opinions and data and members and Portland community in general to take into consideration my landlord and my investors and so many pieces of information. And so I'm taking it all in and just holding it and allowing myself time to process it before I make a full decision. The second piece that is really important to me in this process as well is really taking care of myself. I realized the other day that a few key pieces of my own self-care program have been missing because I'm not able to go get some regular services that I do. One of those is a monthly massage that I really rely on to keep my body just as well-oiled as it can be. It's really made a huge difference in the last couple of years with even just um, how I feel in my body and the ability to release a lot of things. So without massage and or acupuncture, which is the second thing that really makes a big difference in my life, I really had to go without those services. And so I have ticked up my exercise routine a little bit to compensate for that. 
But what I really have been craving, I think, lately is just a day off. So in addition to my exercise routine, I'm actually going to just fully take the day off tomorrow from my personal life and my family life and my business life and really just unplug. I'm not exactly sure what it's going to look like, but it will probably include delivery of Thai food and some ice cream and maybe even some TV, which I very rarely indulge in. And then the third piece of my decision-making process is really that when I have come to a decision that I feel aligned with in my mind and my body and feel the sense of calm about the decision that I've come to, I have pretty solid conviction in it and I move forward decisively within that conviction and also communicate how I was able to come to that decision and how I'm going to move forward. To me, that feels kind of like the end piece of all of the processing and data review and information gathering. Once all of that is complete and a decision has been made, you just have to go all in and move forward with that decision. Not that you can't make changes or do something different, but as a leader, people have to understand where you're going and why you're going that direction so that they can come along with you. As a leader of my own self in my life and as a leader in my family with me and my daughter and in this business of Vita, I think it's really important to, to share how you got to the conclusion and what that's going to look like in as much detail as possible. So I hope those three tips help you while you're working through your big decisions with or without limited information. It's definitely a process and a practice that will serve us well throughout our lives. And finally, I feel that there has been over the course of the last three months, and especially within the last couple of weeks, I've been working fewer hours as I've been home with my daughter more often. And I find myself with these 20-minute pockets of time throughout the day where I could do something. And the things that usually pop into my head are, do I do the dishes? Do I clean the house? Or do I try to get in 20 minutes of exercise? And so my final tip of this podcast is, if given those three options, I say, always pick the exercise. Even just a quick walk or a ride on the Peloton bike, if you have one, or jumping rope or a quick jog around the block. Honestly, if there's anything that really keeps me sane and functioning, it's just a small burst of exercise to get those endorphins and keep your body in tip-top shape. The last thing I think I'd leave with is also just to give yourself a little bit of grace during this time. There's really so much going on and the world looks so much different than it did uh, three months ago. And I think we all have to just take a moment and recognize that that is our reality, that we can do this and to give ourselves a little bit of grace as we move forward. I hope you have a really great rest of the week and I look forward to being back here next week with a new guest and I'll see you then. Take care. The Make Life Work podcast is recorded on site at the Vita Coworking Community in Northeast Portland and is made possible by our friends at the University of Oregon Executive MBA program. Go Ducks! 
New episodes are released each Monday and you can subscribe on Apple iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening and we'll see you again next week.